Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lyle. And I am Eli. And today we're going to be talking about superheroes. Yay. <laughs> uh, ah, superheroes. Don't you just love them? The way they fly through the sky, their capes fluttering through the wind. <laughs> and they punch a dude, and then he falls out of orbit and then destroys the city. <clears throat> Good times. Good times. So, I I will say that I quite enjoy superhero media. Bet you didn't know I, that. I will I will say at risk of getting my nerd card pulled, uh I was not particularly ever into superheroes a whole lot. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'll be honest, most of my most of my enjoyment of superheroes has been, well, the Marvel movies and then, like, animated series. I've never really gotten into comics, which would explain why there's some trends that showed up in superhero media that I kind of missed until it, until it all got adapted into live-action series and animated series. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. So... The main thing I'm talking about here is, so, what what would you say, like, one of the big defining aspects of superhero media for the longest time was, prior to, like, the early 2000s, or early, before the 1990s? People with maladjusted social skills running around in fetish outputs? Well, that's true of the <laughs> 90s and 2000s and today, but, <laughs> um... Okay, what what I'm referring to is specifically the whole, like, superheroes don't kill policy, which, you know, in the, like, early days of comics, heroes didn't kill, well, one, because they're for kids, and so showing graphic murder on screen is, or on the page, is not exactly, uh, what's the word? Good? Yeah. Especially if you've got uh, the comics code breathing down your neck. So yeah, heroes didn't <clears throat> kill the villains. And, well, the villains... Over time, villains would do crazier and crazier things. And villains would get to kill people, eventually. But heroes wouldn't. Yeah, I guess you kind of had to... I guess you kind of had to remind me that the hero isn't supposed to kill bad people. Yeah, that's... Because, I mean, they kind of do uh, in in modern superhero movies. See, because that's the thing. <clears throat> is that around around the 90s, you get that... You get the edgy trend in superhero media where everybody and their dog was like, I want to make, like, the grittiest, edgiest superhero ever can... Because this guy, you know, he's like he's got knives for hands, and he uh, he kills his his enemies, because you know he's so badass he can he can kill enemies and they stay dead. I mean, obviously they don't stay dead because this is comic books we're talking about. Yeah, wasn't that partially? I don't want to say the fault of, but partially because of the 
incredible success of uh was it a watchman and the dark knight returns yes actually those the- those two in particular did start a massive wave of uh copycats more or less that were trying to ape the aesthetic and what's the words uh there's another word there style uh, that's kind of the same as aesthetic themes theme uh, well because see they they're aping the look of the themes but not the spirit of the themes i would say because well watchmen and the dark knight returns are both kind of these are bad scenarios for the characters also, to be in. I feel it worth noting, in The Dark Knight uh, Returns, uh, Batman still doesn't kill people. Oh damn! <laughs> like, I, actually- I did. I did watch the. I did watch the movie of that because it, I'm like, oh, you know, this is at least partially it inspired. You know, The Dark Knight Rises. Blah 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 blah. So I'm like, oh, you know, going back, you know, from my film thing. Uh, yeah, no, he still doesn't kill anyone in that movie. That's like a dark, gritty take on Batman, but it's it's both a deconstruction and a reconstruction of Batman in that one. Yeah. Sorry, just my... <laughs> no, from, no. From one of the few things I'm actually qualified to talk about in this conversation. I just, I feel like I have to, to throw my two cents in here. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, Batman still doesn't kill anyone in that one. Uh, he he does get into a massive fist fight with the Joker, and he does briefly slip, and he, like, uh, like gouges out at least like one of the dude's eyes, or at least yeah. tries to, but he does you know collect himself because you know he's Batman. Yeah. And then the Joker snaps his own neck. Whoa! Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, he snaps his own neck to basically frame Batman for his murder. Wow. Okay then. Um. But yeah, so these. These stories inspired a wave of imitators who wanted to capture the flash and violence of these comics and whatnot, but didn't really get that the creators were saying, with with the comic, they were saying, this is a bad scenario for the our heroes to be in. Like, they should not be doing this. Like, Watchmen in particular is... What if superheroes were real? And the answer is the world would suck because everybody, all the superheroes would be assholes. Well, that and in Watchmen, uh, only one of them had powers. Yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> it's otherwise, it's just literally just a bunch of people in weird costumes that are around beating up people. Yeah. So. So naturally, the '90s saw a ma- saw, like I said, a massive explosion of copycats who wanted to be the next big edgy thing. Where, oh yeah, our hero he kills his villains because you know can't let them stay on the streets. And also, we're we're running out of villains because he keeps killing our, all of the villains, <laughs> and we we're running out of ideas for villains. Uh. Good times, good times. So, naturally, um, one thing that came out of all this was some comics in the, eh, around the early 2000s that, that, uh, 
we're specifically trying to buck the the no killing rule because uh, still a lot of heroes didn't kill their villains even though so much of comics had gone down the drain of that for so long but a lot of the big names like batman superman etc were still focused on the more core superhero experience of dude in tights beats up dude in a robot suit who's trying to destroy a city for land development or something. Uh, so let's see. And so several of these comics got published, were decently popular by my understanding, and then they just kind of sat there for about a decade until someone decided, hey, those Marvel movies are adaptations of comics, right? What if we adapt all these uh, all of these comics that we were able to license for dirt I'm... cheap? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that's how you get stuff like um, like the boys and uh, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like Descendants of Jupiter or something. Jupiter is in there somewhere. Jupiter Ascending? It's not that. It's definitely not that. That was a... Okay, because I'm pretty sure there's a movie called like Jupiter Ascending or something. There is. And I don't think that's... I, don't, I didn't think that one was related to superheroes. It's not. Uh... Yeah, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm drawing a blank as well. Yeah, anyways, I, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> But I just don't remember the name for it, other than the, that there's the word Jupiter in the name. Basically, several of these uh, several of these comics got mainstream adaptations. Uh, the Boys, most notably, got a a live action adaptation, and as did the Jupiter Whatever. Uh, the Jupiter Whatever also got a spin off anime that. I didn't realize it was a spin-off anime until I watched it. <laughs> um, okay, so to very very to very simply break it down, the boys is set in a universe where superpowers are real, uh, but they're given to specific people by giving them drugs that give them superpowers. And uh, I mean, you know what they say: winners don't use drugs. <laughs> Except with the case of steroids. In which case, use lots of drugs. <laughs> but basically, in that universe, the heroes are all assholes. Yeah, I've, and, I've seen clips. Yeah, and so the the boys and one girl team up to go take those supers down a peg. And uh, it, it it's very... Very obviously dated, considering how the like lead superhero or yeah superhero is uh, like saying a lot of the same stuff as was said around after nine eleven. Like yeah, a lot of, I no, no you keep going. Like a lot of uh, com- like trying to say like oh yeah America God rah rah. <laughs> And whatnot. Yeah, the only thing I know about the boys is a 
very famous clip because they got the act. I cannot remember for the life of me what his name was. Um, he wa- he played uh, Gus in Breaking Bad, and he played the villain in Far Cry Six. Um, uh, but a good actor. Giancarlo no, uh, him. Esposito? I forget his and last name. him him talking to the, like the big hero Captain Homefront or whatever about yeah. how he is not their company's most valuable asset, and that and I know that the company like Vaught or whatever, yeah, uh, I think for a fictional company is one of the most incompetent and corrupt ones like in media. <laughs> It is almost really? hilariously bad how their depiction is. Oh, really? <laughs> like, like everything they make is either criminally immoral, just straight up does not work, or both. Fair, fair. Uh. So yeah, the boys, as you might expect, for a thing. That starts off with killing the protagonist's uh, girlfriends right in front of him. Quite gorily. That's... Ugh. Doesn't even make any sense. But, um... Yeah, and then the usual... Oh yeah, the heroes are the real bad guys. And... It, it, it doesn't help that the original creator of the boys' comic... Hates superheroes in on principle. <laughs> so... I, I don't know why anyone wanted to adapt something of uh, uh, a creator that hates superheroes in the modern day where everybody kind of loves superheroes. Seems kind of counterintuitive. What's even more counterintuitive is that it picked up so much and so many people enjoyed it. Doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, a lot of people enjoyed it. I don't really hear anyone talking about it after the fact now, though. Exactly. I wasn't. I I didn't even realize that there was a season two. There's a season two. There was. They decided to go for a much more contemporary plotline. No, really. Yeah, there's a there's a Nazi superhero in. It's very on the nose. Anyways, so. After after that, I never actually watched The Boys, if you no, can't tell. No, neither have I. <laughs> but I did watch The Jupiter Whatever, the thing that I can't remember the name of. Jupa thingy. <laughs> Jupa thingy. Basically, this the show, it's a live action series uh, that features two plot, two concurrent plot lines. One set in the roughly modern day, where. Uh, the children of the first generation of heroes are growing up and, like, dealing with their powers, and everybody's kind of adjusting. And then the 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 other plotline is in like the nineteen twenties uh, or thirties, I think. Uh, some rich dude who loses everything and then goes on a spirit quest to find the origin of superpowers. Honestly, the 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 uh the past timeline, past plotline, way more interesting. But, but that's not why I'm talking about it. As much as I would love to talk about the past timeline and all the crazy twists and turns that goes into, with like 
the farm with the with the deserted farm and all the dead people and all the other dead people in the mysterious island where the powers are located and then the portal to Jupiter. A lot of fun there. No. Unfortunately, I I am talking about this because of the present day plotline where the son of the big main hero whose superhero name I don't know is he wants to be a superhero too and his dad's like no you can't be a superhero until you've done your homework more or less um and the big inciting incidents of the series is when the uh the kid in the course of his superheroics uh murders a one of the supervillains who was trying to murder everyone else and had already successfully murdered at least one other person. And, uh... They spend the whole freaking time going on and on about, Oh, you broke the code! You can't break the code! The code of no killing! That's It's not right! And another time where the wife of the super dude or whatever fails to save a, a group of minor superheroes and so she just snaps a dude's neck and then she tearfully admits to her husband later like I broke the code not the code yeah so they just keep going on and on about that. oh the code the code the code it's like yeah eh, it would uh, I would I'd feel I'd feel more for you if you guys didn't if everyone wasn't constantly complaining, like, oh, we could do our job so much better if we just didn't have to follow that damn code. And it's like... They're they're complaining about a plot device in their story that, by the time this story came out, was not a big deal. People had been murdering bad guys for ages. The code was long since broken. So this the the code that they're talking about. It, it I I propose that it would have been more interesting for the code to have been broken for years, but then someone tries to re-establish it and be like, "This is the right way to do things, guys. Come on." Um. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just it's just really frustrating, especially because the the kid who kills the supervillain. I mean, I say kid, he's like 25. <laughs> okay, that is not a child. I mean, he's... He, <laughs> I mean, I don't actually know how old he is in story. Uh, I don't even know if he goes to school. All I know is he gets grounded on like their family farm or whatever for for doing the murder. And like he has to reflect on his actions and whatnot. And then... At the very end of the thing, the uh, the real supervillain, because the one he had killed was actually a clone, because, you know, superhero comics. Um, so the real one tried to kill, kill the dude's kid, and uh, I don't remember how it ends, but I'm pretty sure the, the supervillain doesn't die. Uh... Or possibly he does. It doesn't really matter. But then his then the son is really disappointed in his dad for whatever reason. 
there there was potential there they didn't use any of it there that's not even getting into the tech superhero uh and his son and the uh the daughter of the main super guy and she's like a drugged out crack fiend or whatever i honestly that's that's a whole lot that's a lot and i i do not have time to get into that but basically that story isn't good it's not good i mean if you just watch the past sections it's actually a pretty enjoyable like origin story um but everything else is it's just it's just terrible i don't i i don't like it at least I, I was only watching to find out the past stuff and the and you have to watch the future stuff. Uh, it's so frustrating. But basically, one one very important thing about these these two media that I just talked about, what is that their main like central dude is more or less a Superman XP. And it starts to coalesce that a lot of people when when they wanted to go for the automatic like oh let's do a like let's do a riff on superheroes where we're going to complain about the things we don't like they just decide okay we'll put superman in it we won't call him superman and we won't give him like all of superman's personality so and then we'll just complain about everything to him. And yeah, and everyone will understand because it's supposed to be Superman. But the fundamental thing is that Superman isn't just a drag and drop type of character. You can't just put him into any situation. He has a very specific uh, thought process and moral direction that if you divorce the power set from those aspects of him, then you're not dealing with Superman. You're just dealing with a flying brick. Now, on the other hand, a series that actually did it, did this all pretty well. Invincible. Uh, this way you talk about Invincible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Invincible. One of the best animated, uh, comic adaptations of superhero media I've ever seen. The the best part of Invincible is that the people who are superheroes actually like being superheroes. They go out, they specifically are superheroes so they can help people. Not not because of like, oh, because I'm going to make so much money or because so, my dad told me to or whatever. No. They're superheroes. Because they can be. Uh, and... Ah, uh, God. Just being able to find the joy in superheroics. The heroic part of superheroics. Is... So important. Even when you're doing a really dark and gritty uh, take on the... On the subject. Like, like Invincible is. And... I'm not going to talk much about Invincible because I would rather people go watch it for themselves. And I know a lot of people have already watched it and there's been, it's been out for a while. 
Yeah, it got spoiled right to hell and back for me, so. Yeah. I mean, it does sound good, but, um. Yeah, it's. I'm in no hurry to watch it at this point. Absolutely, I understand. So, ultimately, I just feel like we got. It was it was really a nice breath of fresh air to get Invincible, to get a series that looks at superheroics and says these things matter, both in-universe and out, and it's not just something for us to sit here and go, oh, that would be terrible, or haha, look at the freaks. So, I, I guess the, the final summation of all this is that I don't like I don't like those uh, superhero media that bang on about oh the no killing rule when the no killing rule hasn't been in effect for years heck even Batman kills people now I mean only in the bad adaptations of course <laughs> in the good adaptations yeah he's uh, he doesn't kill people uh, and just a fun little anecdote about the boys so uh, in the boys, there's a running joke about the uh, the Aquaman XP being just the worst person on the superhero team because he's like he can talk to fish and stuff, and he can swim good, and so everybody just makes fun of him because for forever, Aquaman was a running joke, mostly. I think because of Super Friends, which is honestly a shame because Aquaman's a really cool character with a fascinating backstory. I mean, just the whole Atlantis stuff and basically only animated adaptations actually did him any justice, like uh, Batman the Brave and the Bold. Really good show. Ch- go go check the, about go, go check that out. Um, but it's especially funny. For the boys, considering that around the same time the boys was airing, the Aquaman movie came out, and I mean, Jason Momoa, he's the Aquaman movie was surprisingly good. I don't know, I didn't watch it. Huh? I said I wouldn't know. I didn't watch it. That's fair, honestly. I didn't think I would watch it either. And then I was like, ah, you know what? I got a free afternoon. Let's watch Aquaman. So I watched Aquaman. I was like, that was surprisingly enjoyable. (laughs) And yeah, I mean, undersea, like, court politics and giant monsters under the ocean stuff. it's, It's just a good time. And so that's, that's ultimately it. I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think I have anything else to say about it, other than it's just funny that everybody made jokes about Aquaman, while Aquaman was like a buff Viking. A- any last thoughts, Eli? No, not really. Like I said, I was not a never a huge superhero guy. Um, I watched the Nolan Batman movies. Everybody watched the Nolan Batman movies. I know, because they were amazing. Eh. And, uh, well, The Dark Knight is amazing. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Batman Begins is good. Batman, The Dark Knight Rises. Admittedly, they kind of had to deal with the fact that Heath Ledger died. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, you can't go 
up from the Joker. If you if you got and if you got Joker, you just can't go up. You got to have Joker and everything at that point. I watch most of the Marvel movies. I think there are a lot. <laughs> there are a lot, and there's more coming out every few months. I mean, there's I one know. that came out literally just the other day. <laughs> I'm a, I'm done it with them at this point. <laughs> like you, you had Infinity War, you had Endgame. Like, like I'm done. I don't. <laughs> but you see, it's time for the next crossover. It's gonna be awesome. So, anyways, ultimately, that is uh, that's everything. So, until next time, I have been Lyle, and I have been Eli, and this has been Anime Stroganoff.